This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. P5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz came flying in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome everyone to Magic Drive Time presented by International Diamond Center. I'm Dante Marcatelli. He's Jake Chapman. The Orlando Magic get their first win on this five-game road trip. Game two of five, and they beat the San Antonio Spurs last night, 108 to 98. They were ahead by 25. They were cruising. Said, okay, this thing, we'll put this thing on. Autopilot will cruise to a victory. Next thing you know, it is a one-possession game in San Antonio at the basketball. That's how tight things got. The Magic were outscored in the fourth quarter, 26-17. But unlike Monday night, they found a way to come through. And they beat San Antonio, led by 25 points, nine rebounds, seven assists, and two steals for Paolo Banquero. You get 20 points for Franz Wagner as well. 15th time that they've both gone for 20 or more in a game. And for the San Antonio Spurs, you get 26 from Victor Wembanyama, 23, I'm sorry, 26 for Devin Vassell, and 21 for Victor Wembanyama. So lots to get to, uh, Jake, including Jeremy Sohan. I, I, I thought he was going to get, Jeremy Sohan, I, I thought he was going to get the same 29 that he got against us last year at nine points in the first five minutes, and you end up holding him to 18 and 12. But still, that guy plays hard. That guy competes. He is going to be a great Mark Messier for Victor Wembanyama, you know, a great Dennis Rodman to, to Michael Jordan, no question about it. Um, and we'll get into all of the Wembanyama stuff and all that. Jake, follow Ben Garrow. And, and again, he you know he missed a couple of shots in the fourth quarter that he normally makes when it was when it was bucket getting time and you're trying to hold off that fast and furious comeback for San Antonio. Uh, but he still puts you in great position to win. He had seven assists. He was setting up guys all night. He did his work early. He did his work early to help you get the 25-point lead, uh, which was enormous. And this guy just continues to do all the right things, make all the right plays, which is why we fully expect here in uh, in about an hour's time that we're going to hear his name called for his first-ever All-Star appearance. Yeah, yeah, I spent you know half of this morning going through everybody's, everybody's All-Star teams, guys I— Respect guys, I don't respect guys. I respected before I checked their ballot, and then and then I yeah, I don't respect exactly. Afterwards, the the one the one guy that I think we all kind of count on, and one of the voices of reason is Zach Lowe, and he well, had Paulo on there. It's it, it, it was you know kind of tight. I think he got one of the wild card spots. Um, but the bottom line is, you take Paulo Bancaro off this team, and what does it look like? And he's just been so sturdy and right. steady all season long. And then the numbers absolutely do back that up. If you want to get into efficiency and, you know, I, I, I've heard some people talk about, well, the, the numbers are actually better when Paul is off the floor. And that has to do with the fact that we've had one, oh, 12 different starting lineups this year and we went eight games. No offense with Green Goblins in the starting lineup yeah, right. when Franz was out. Um, and we have one of the best benches in the league. And so I think, you know, that kind of jukes those numbers. Bottom line is in year two, as we mentioned yesterday, 25-7-5 over what is now a 26-game stretch is something that only, you know, four other of the best players we've ever seen, Luca, LeBron, Tracy McGrady, and Michael Jordan have done. Um, so he's there. Under the age in, of 21. Yeah, exactly. under the age of, you know, exactly, in, in, in their sophomore season or at that age. Um, 
Bottom line is the he has been everything as advertised so far this season. He's been our rock, and and we are still a team even uh, at this point with you know what you could consider some slippage over the course of the last six weeks or so. That is yep. passing expecta- uh, expectations. I don't think anybody expected us to be where we are right now as far as the Eastern Conference standings go um, as we started the month of February. And where we are right now is in the eighth seed, but two games behind the six seeded Indiana Pacers and still within striking distance of Philadelphia and even New York and Cleveland. I mean, that's not too far off. You're six games behind those guys um, as we get to, you right. know, right. about the 50 game mark. So, um, I think I, I it, it seems it seems like no matter what, like we're gonna we won't be disappointed. But I, you know, I grew up in Cleveland, so I'm always waiting for the other shoe <laughs> to drop. So so I'm not gonna count my chickens before they have. Let's make sure let's let's make sure we tune in here in about an hour and and make sure the right thing happens. Yeah, the decision will be announced at seven Eastern on TNT, the All Star Reserves, and they'll have 30 minute show that they'll do. So you don't know where in that 30 minutes uh, you'll find it. But we're fully at the end. I'm guessing at the end. Yeah, right there at the end. We'll wait till we'll wait till the very last minute, won't we? Uh, and, and if he does make it, we we are planning an emergency podcast with Paulo Bancaro to kind of get his immediate thoughts, uh, which would which will be a lot of fun. We talked to his mom Rhonda Bancaro last night in San Antonio, and uh, I think kind of the big thing that she was saying was, you know, it, it really impressed him, it touched him that the players thought that highly of him, that he ranked fourth among amongst the players, and I think you know any profession. When you think about how do your peers view you, the fact that he was fourth amongst players, I, I think really struck a nerve with them. And I thought that was pretty cool. And I think, again, Jake, everybody's done the math, but you know, for those that haven't, there are seven spots left, which why we're still talking about a 12-person roster when every NBA roster has 18 players is ridiculous. This thing should be at least 13, if not 50. Now, but anyway, we sit here at 12. Um, so somebody's going to have an argument on why they got left off, but you know... Basically, Jalen Brown is a lock, right? Because Boston is the best team in the NBA, right? So in Lillard and um, uh, at least certainly in the Eastern Conference, but Lillard and Adetokounmpo make it as starters. If Lillard didn't make it as a starter, things get kind of dicey, right? I, I think in, and if Trey Young had made it as a starter, right, things kind of get uh, a little dicey from there. And, and Trey was very close. Uh, but you look at Jalen Brown is going to be a lock. And to me, Tyrese Maxey is a lock. Is he not? Right, Tyrese Maxey. I think Maxey is more of a lock than than Jalen Brown, personally. I mean, Correct. because well, right. because a lot of people make the argument that Brown isn't even the second having the second best season on out well, of the Celtics. True, true. Derek White and Porzingis both have arguments, but for sure, I mean, Tyrese Maxey is a slam dunk. Porzingis has missed games, and I and I think and I think even Derek Lowe, I think even Zach Lowe had it. Derek White's probably a replacement if somebody's hurt. Yeah. Is probably the case because you can you can argue two way guy playing well. I I think Donovan Mitchell is a lock. Right, I don't think you're right. You don't. You certainly don't argue that. To me, I thought it was a lock last year. Jalen Brunson, he's a lock, right? So that's hundred percent four. He, he, he and Maxi both had good arguments over Lillard to be a starter, in my opinion. Yes, correct. You're right. No, I completely agree. So that's four. You got three spots left. Bam, out of bile, right? And you can. I, this this voting happened before the tailspin that Miami went down. Right. So they they just snapped a seven game losing streak last night. But before that, he was the guy that kept that whole thing afloat and and one of the best defensive bigs in the NBA. Um, and I think Julius Randle, to me, is a lock because you look at all the numbers that Paolo's putting up in the last 25 games, 30 games. The other guys that he's in company with are Jokic, Adetokounmpo, and uh, and Julius Randle. So those yeah. guys are all putting up the same numbers. So to me, that's your six, right? I, I, I don't think anyone would argue those six. There's one spot left, and the people you're deciding between. Now, to me, I've got Paolo 
before Randall. I've got him in before Adebayo. I've got him in before Brown. In my opinion, I, I think he's I think he's having a better season than those guys. But but that's how you know just for the sake of it and just for the drama of it. If if you don't know if Powell's going to get in, this is who he's up against. I think Jaron Allen has been a late push, yeah, because of what what Cleveland has done. So that's a guy. Derek White is a guy that you hear. Trey Young is a guy that uh, is a guy that you hear. And Jimmy Butler uh, is a guy that you hear. So maybe those four and Powell were vying for that last spot. Uh, Butler has missed too many games, and he's not having the season that, that Jimmy Butler typically has. Trey Young's team is dreadful. Right? Tenth in the and for, for where they should be, having two all-star caliber players. Uh, Derek White, again, a, a replacement of Jaron Allen. I, yes, he's made a recent push, but he's not having an all-star season. To me, it's, it's a runaway. I, I think it's no problem for Paolo to get it. No, I think that's a, that's a great breakdown. I think Trey Young should get in. I think the, his numbers are just so, but I, I make this argument for him every year. And he's a guy that I do not like watching watching play. I don't right. like his right. games. He's frustrating. I don't think he's necessarily a winner. I think there's some sort of, you know, poison in that well um, in Atlanta, but like his numbers just sort of leap off. I mean, he's, you know, he's oh, yeah. Albert numbers. It's just they don't necessarily have the wins um, to, to well, let me ask you this there. No, but they're 20 and 27. It's not like they're the worst team in the league. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. And, and this is what they do. It takes them a while to figure it out. And they Then they catch fire the last 20 games and they make it to the second round. It's it's unbelievable <laughs> formula uh, for, for Atlanta. But I think there would be cause for concern if Trey Young's name is called. Right, if they start going down the Eastern Conference reserves, and we hear his name, yeah, uh, then unfortunately that would be coaches that made the decision to to take him, and that could affect Paolo, but it also could, it could affect Adamayo, could affect Brown. So we'll see how that goes. But I I don't have Trey Young making. I I have Paolo making instead. I think, and, and it's important to remember Julius Randle with that separated shoulder. If he's selected, easily he's not going to play in the game, and there will be a replacement. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I think we're sitting pretty as far as Paul getting in. It just seems like all the people that we trust, um, you mentioned it, that those border spots are, are that's the conversation. Trey Young, I think Bam's in no matter what. Um, and then you get into the, the third Boston guy or the second right. Cavalier guy. And I'll say this, Scotty Barnes had a really, has a really good argument. And I think Barnes and, um, and Trey are both kind of similar. Okay. Toronto already traded away half their team. So how do you expect Scotty Barnes to be able to care? I mean, he's having a great season, not having that great a season where all this stuff's happening around him and he's going to carry that team to a playoff spot at this point. Um, and with Trey, like, Atlanta's not great, but I'm not sure if it's be- because of Trey. Um, you know, they've been talking about trading DeJounte for six weeks now. Sure. Like, yeah. like you yeah. talk about the distractions and, and and just, like, how good do you have to be in order to carry a team? With all that said, that's the primary argument for Paulo Bancaro, right, is – all the injuries, all the stuff that this team has dealt with over the first half of the season, and he's just been that sort of steadying force the entire time, and 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 we have absolutely rode him uh, to this point. So I think it's I I think when you get down to it, it's pretty set in stone. Like we're talking about you know three or four guys fighting for maybe two spots or whatever. Um, but no, I I feel pretty confident that uh, that, that we'll be happy here in a matter. The Trey Young thing is interesting because his numbers are exactly the same every year, and sometimes he's an All Star, sometimes he's not. So that so that is if they're good enough to be an All Star one year, why not another year? But you're right. That's we we look at winning. And again, you mentioned the Scotty Barnes thing, and this is the case we made when we were talking about Rookie of the Year, and everyone was touting Scotty Barnes, saying, "Man, this is amazing what he's doing," and he's affecting winning. He's affecting winning. Well, they had Pascal Siakam. And they had Fred Van Vliet, and they had OG Ananobi. We see what even OG Ananobi means to another team, right? With yeah. the New York Knicks having won eight in a row, we were saying that 
Franz Wagner is putting up comparable numbers. And he is the only guy, right, three years ago that you had to worry about. That's why we made that case. Now you have stripped everyone away from uh, Scotty Barnes, and his numbers are down, and the team's not winning. Funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> shocking. Isn't that, isn't that very interesting? More to go here on Magic Drive Time when we return in a moment. I want to get Jake's thoughts on this. Victor Weminyama, absolutely very impressive uh, player, and, and he's going to be special. They have 10 wins. He's not having nearly the impact that Paolo Bancaro had when he came to the Orlando Magic. So we'll break all that down when we return in a moment. Cheer for your Magic on Wednesday, March 27th during the Golden State Warriors' only visit to Kia Center this season. You can experience Magic together, see Paolo and Franz against Steph and Clay. Buy your tickets now at orlandomagic.com. More Magic Drive Time after this. Celebrate the Orlando Magic's 35th anniversary season presented by Advent Health by being a part of Classic Nights at Kia Center. Each Classic Night will feature unique entertainment, throwback music, and more. Plus, cheer on the Magic as they take the Classic Court in the retro-looking Classic Edition uniforms. Secure your tickets for Classic Nights and learn more about the 35th anniversary celebration at orlandomagic.com anniversary. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. No matter where you are for tip-off, you're going to see a lot of this play. The game is on. Just outstanding. Good for three. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Oh, my goodness. Be here for the excitement. Off the charts. The thrills. Slams it in. The rivalries. Put that on your highlight reel, young fellow. Oh, young fellow. Be here for the moments that shape our season. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Now listen up. In business, to have a winning streak, you need a dependable partner by your side. A lasting relationship where business needs meet personal solutions and expectations are always exceeded. When it comes to agility and performance, City National Bank, the official bank of the Orlando Magic, has the playbook to help you take your best shot. Visit citynational.com for more information. City National Bank is member FDIC. The ruggedly capable all-wheel drive Kia Telluride X-Pro is truly at the top of its game. It kind of reminds us of legendary four-time NBA champ Draymond Green. Hold on, what? Powerful performance in tough conditions. <laughs> yep, that's Dre. Totally dominates the lane. Money Green coming through. Intuitive, intelligent. IQ on a trillion. Bold and rugged. Oh, yeah, bold and rugged. That part. And has a combined 24.6 inches of dual panoramic displays and third row seating. A panel what? <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't put it past them. The Kia Telluride X-Pro. Telluride X-Pro. I like that. Here's to legends in the making. Kia is the official automotive partner of the NBA and WNBA. Kia. Movement that inspires. 
No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver errors and or driving conditions. Always drive safely and obey all traffic laws. It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dunks. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Orlando Magic. This is Paolo Bancaro of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game. Welcome back, everyone, to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here with you, the Orlando Magic. Have a day off today, travel day, head to Minnesota uh, to take on the Timberwolves tomorrow, uh, who have again reclaimed the best record in the Western Conference. So a juggernaut faces the Orlando Magic. They handled their business last night, though, uh, beating the San Antonio Spurs 108-98. In doing so, we saw 25 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists from Paolo Bekiro, 21 points, 8 rebounds, and 6 blocks from Victor Wembenyama. How good was it to have Jonathan Isaac back as well? Eight points, four blocks. He is an absolute difference maker. If you can keep that man on the floor healthy the final 34 games and into the playoffs, watch out. I, I do think that this Magic team can make a giant push. It can become very scary. But I want to get you my call of the game. It's brought to you by Glyph with, with Glyph by Ring Central. Revisit the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glyph by Ring Central. Visit Glyph.com. To learn more. Jake, I want to get your thoughts on this. Victor Webinyama, generational talent. There's no question about it. He's got the length, he's got the size, he's got the IQ, he's got the finesse, the touch. He can be physical when he needs to. He blocks shots. He, he competes. The guy wants to win. Uh, 20 points, 10 rebounds, leads the NBA in block shots. He's 7'4", they say. Might be taller. Uh, it's amazing the, the things that he does and how he affects the game. Uh, they won 22 games last year without it. Right? San Antonio did. They're sitting on 10 wins right now, right? So they're going to be hard-pressed to get to 22 wins on the season. And you've added Victor Wembanyama to basically the same roster. You took a roster that won 22 games. You plopped Paolo Bancaro on it. They won 34. You added 12, right? You had the largest increase in wins in the Eastern Conference last year. Both of these guys had been added to identical rosters. Uh, I think you could, make the, you, you could make the case that, obviously, that's why Shaq was so generational, right? Because you went from a... 20-win team to a 41-win team and a playoff team the very next year. Paolo was kind of on that trajectory, right? He, to me, he's a guy, right? He, he's the guy that you have, and I'm not taking anything away from Victor Wembanyama, and I'm not trying to do this to detract from Victor. I, I'm doing this to point how good Paolo is, Jake. And I, and I think he has taken a team that was exactly the same and put him into playoff contention. Victor will get there. Hasn't done that yet, right? His play is not affecting winning, but he's still having an unbelievable season. Do you think, because we talked about it a little bit yesterday, about how they're sort of holding him back just as far as back-to-backs go, minutes restriction. I mean, he's playing like four or five minutes less a game than Paolo did his rookie season. And then they don't let him play any more than like four-minute stretches at a time, right? Like, didn't it seem like the rotations are a little screwy? I wasn't sure if they didn't make that charge late if he would have come back in. I think he checked back in at like the 240 mark of the basketball game. And I'm going, well, the last, you know, yeah, they made a run without him, but the last... You know, he didn't play the whole fourth quarter. He didn't play for a big chunk in the middle of the fourth quarter. It just feels like they kind of plop him in. Okay, let's see. Yeah. It's Wemby time. And then, you know, all of a sudden we got Dominic Barlow out there. I mean, the rest of that roster, I'm sorry, like, no, if it's to Dominic Barlow. 
Right. But the rest I of know. that roster, if they don't have Keldon Johnson, the rest of that roster is kind of a mess. And I think that's by design. I think their whole idea was we're it's going to be a developmental year for Wemby. We're going to do some crazy stuff like point Sohan and 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 see what we've got with the Blake Wesleys of the world. I mean, they're just throwing basically anything out there. Um, but Wembenyama is I, I mean, what was it? Well, what was the front row seat like? I, I just calling that, watching an entire game of that guy. I'm sitting there going, "Holy smokes!" Because you're right. Like Paulo has impacted winning much more, but I also think our organization D is was in a place where we were, you know, we, we kind of had, we kind of had built, you know, a, 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 a nice sort of surrounding cast for Paulo. Right. Like you plop a superstar down in the middle and sort of ready to yep. take off. Whereas it feels like they're just like you know, kind of doing the Oklahoma thing. Let's just amass a whole bunch of, uh, right. of players and picks. And four years from now, we'll try to make the charge. I hope it, you know, they, 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 I I don't really have any stake in it, so I don't really care that much. But for Wembenyama's sake, I hope that's that's the right that's the right plan and the right trajectory because I don't want to see him on a loser for three years at the beginning of his career. He's that good already. Yeah. You could make an argument that he should be an all star, even though it's on the worst, the yes. second to worst team in the league. No, no I mean, question. He's that. I mean, uh, six blocks and what uh, two, three steals and um, that one dunk that he had in the first half where he just reached up and like just put the ball in there. Oh, I mean, it's just gosh. he's just it, it's more than left his feet, caught it, laid it in. I, I, I think just, the thing to me is. It took to that first time out, right? The first time out that was taken about the six and a half, seven minute mark uh, for for this Magic team to to kind of wake up a little bit. Yeah, it was all Wembenyama. I mean, they, everybody we, we love to drive, we love to get in the paint. They were conscious of where he was at all times. He messed up the entire flow of offense yeah. for the entire first half of that first quarter. Really, the entire first quarter because you're down thirty to nineteen at the end of one, right? So you really just couldn't figure out what was going on uh, with Wembenyama with the, with the job that he did. Uh, he, he had an impact. He, that guy makes a difference. With him lurking in the paint, it, it messes everybody up. But then they kind of figured out moving the basketball, and Wendell has the ability to take him away from the basket. But I was just so impressed with kind of how he sees the game. And But 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 I also expected him to dominate a little more. I, I really did. I expected him to get the ball and kind of assert himself and go through a stretch where, wow, that was an eight-minute stretch, so we had no answers for Victor Wembanyama. And, and a lot of that's because of Jonathan Isaac. He came in there and, and really defended him well, and, and I don't think we got to see the full and, and appreciate the full scope of Wembenyama. And that being said, he went for twenty-one and eight and six blocks. <laughs> it's a special talent. I, listen, Jake, I the way that thing was going, I think San Antonio could have won the game if they didn't put him back in. He came in, he was cold, he lost the basketball on one, he got beat on a defense. Well, one. yeah, he was kind of the reason, and that's not his fault. They put him in when he was cold. Uh, but they were cooking. I mean, they were absolutely cooking with the five guys that were on the floor. And I get it. It's pop, and you're going to go back to your guy. But uh, anyway, I, 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 I could very well be wrong. But, you know, it's huge for the Magic to kind of stem the tide and be able to hold on. But uh, he's a special player, and, and he wants to win. All I talked to everybody in that Spurs organization. They couldn't say enough things about him. Uh, he wants to win. He even said the other, the other day, if I'm not playing well enough, send me down to the G League. Right. And, and let me get better. I mean, this this guy seems to get it. And you look at the face of the NBA with Paolo, Wembenyama, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton. I mean, everyone's freaking out about LeBron leaving and Kevin Durant, you know, and all that as they kind of age out. The NBA is in damn good hands, my friend. Yes, it is. And, and interesting note, but Wemby's mom was a basketball player and his coach growing up too, like Paolo's. And so there's so yes. kind of an interesting tie there. 
um, a little, a little woman power there, but mom coaches and, and, uh, and growing up with, with your mom running drills. I, I love Paulo. He was on that, uh, that, uh, NBA.com exclusive to the NBA app. It's called pass the rock. It was a little 12 minute episode. And he was talking about how Rhonda wrote him, man. He said, <laughs> I didn't really appreciate it until I started to get better and realize yeah. what she was doing. And that was, you know, that was when he was 14, 15 or something like that. Um, no, I, it's, it's the, you're right. Like the future of the league, and, and we're gonna, you know, it's the next couple of weeks are about celebrating the the uh, the future faces of the league and the current faces of the league. You just think about LeBron and Steph, and then kind of that next generation with Jokic and Doncic right. and Jason right. Tatum, and we are in absolutely such a good place. Anthony Edwards and some of these 25 and unders, um, and Paulo right at the forefront. But we're gonna be watching those two for years to come, I think. And no, I it was. It, it, that guy seems like he's about all the right things, and I love the fact that he's international, and it's an, it's just another kind of um, uh, voice and propeller to get our game across the world. It's uh, it, it was a pretty cool experience last night. I wish he was in the Eastern Conference so we could see him a few more times yeah. a year. Yeah, that's kind of a point. bummer, but we'll see him again. What uh, here in a couple of days at Kia Center? That should be a lot of fun. Yeah, make sure you come out to that. You definitely want to get tickets to watch the Magic and the Spurs, no question. And Kendra Douglas asked Paulo what it would mean to be an All Star, this and that, and they said you had your mom here. How cool was it to grab a win in front of your mom? And he goes, yeah, it was cool. He goes, I hit some jumpers. She doesn't really care about that. She wants to see me dunk. So I got her some dunks today. <laughs> that drop step. That drop step, man. That drop oh. step was uh, was Rhonda's go-to. Man, so nice. Nice win last night for the Magic. They hope to keep it rolling tomorrow in Minnesota. Good luck to Paolo Bancaro. We're 30 minutes away. We're finding out tonight on TNT at 7 o'clock if he is an all-star. We know he's an all-star. Do the right thing, NBA. Do the right thing, coaches. Put him on that all-star team. We find out 30 minutes and we'll talk about it tomorrow right here on 96.9 The Game.